Hello and welcome to Murder in the Boardroom. I'm Helen Saxton and I'll be bringing you an eclectic mix of episodes, all connected in some way with my business of delivering unique team building experiences through interactive murder mystery challenges. I'll be covering a range of subjects, sometimes my thoughts on a particular personal experience, sometimes a nostalgic look back at my childhood influences and of course some current advice and comment on how to get the best out of your team. The theme of the murder mystery will always be present, as you will discover. Episode 13. It was Miss Scarlet in the billiard room with the lead piping. We all love Cluedo, right? Well, put it this way, I was far more likely to persuade the rest of my family to play this with me than the dreaded Monopoly, and as a budding sleuth I was always delighted when they agreed to investigate with me. Playing games together unites families and it's possibly our first exposure as children to what we might now call team building. It's also the first time we recognise our different working patterns. We still laugh now about my dad's complicated note-taking, which seemed methodical until he got the lead pipe mixed up with the revolver and his whole theory unravelled. Even if they haven't played, most people of a uh, certain age are very familiar with the characters and you often hear phrases such as it was Miss Scarlet in the drawing room with the lead piping bandied about when people are referring to an unsolved crime. I always found Colonel Mustard to be a bit suspicious, but I always wanted to be Miss Peacock. I didn't remember why, but I did find this snippet quite interesting. Mrs Peacock has an immediate advantage of being one space closer to the first room than any of the other players. So some people make this game all about the board play, reaching as many different rooms as quickly as possible in order to make as many guesses as they could hence the attraction of Mrs P. The appeal for me was in the traditional house with its apparently glamorous billiard room and the simple logical steps you needed to follow in order to work out who'd done it. There was no gut instinct at work here, one simply had to make suggestions based on your current knowledge which could then be proven or disproved secretly by your fellow players. It was a race to eliminate suspects, locations and weapons one by one until you were left with the only possible correct combination before anyone else reached the same conclusion. Of course, it was not only the direct answers you received which helped, but watching reactions and actions of the players when others took their turn. You can see where I'm going here. Key skills such as the application of logic, observation and negotiation were already coming into play in the living room with the family after Christmas. Having discovered this following passage online, I can only conclude that I was playing at expert level from a young age based on my observation and note-taking abilities. The complexity of note-taking can increase as a player becomes more skillful, Amateurs may simply mark off the cards they have been shown. More advanced players will keep track of who has and who does not have a particular card, possibly with the aid of an additional grid. Expert players may keep track of each suggestion made, knowing that the player who answers it must have at least one of the cards named, which one can be deduced by later events. One can also keep track of which cards a given player has seen, in order to minimise information revealed to that player and or to read into that player's suggestions. Our interactivity is similar in some respects, not surprising given my childhood filled with murder in the dark and reading Agatha Christie and the five find-outers amongst others. We know who the victim is and we know who the suspects are. The murder weapon could be one of many, we simply have to work in teams to eliminate the innocent whilst developing those all-important skills. There's no trickery, it's really quite simple and it works. I'm all for new and innovative ideas but sometimes you realise that it's safer not to meddle with the classics. In 2008, a new Cluedo Discover the Secrets version was released and included new locations such as a patio and a spa and such complicated madness as the introduction of intrigue cards comprising two types of cards, keepers and clocks. 
I don't think anyone ever quite worked out how or why they work, and don't get me started on the new characters. The changes to the game were widely criticised in the media and by lovers of the original game. Tellingly, as of December 2012, Hasbro no longer sells this version of the game via its website. For a chance for you and your team to experience our interactivity, check out our website www.charadery.co.uk I hope you enjoyed listening. For more information, visit www.charadery.co.uk or find us on Twitter, LinkedIn or Facebook. Written and produced by me, Helen Saxton of Charadery, with music from www.purple-planet.com.